Everybody has a podcast. Podcast. I'm starting off the fucking show tonight. Holler at a fucking player. Listen, Grant Mills is coming in later, y'all. He's kind of fucking feeling under the weather. He's coming in. Holler at a fucking player. Hope all y'all had a good fucking weekend. Shit, y'all. I'm feeling kind of funny in the studio tonight. I've been drinking a little bit of shit. Our boys in this motherfucker. Jay Wiggy, take out the trash. Wes Creever kicking off the show. Wes, how the hell are you? How was your weekend, yeah? I'm, I mean, it was a pretty good one. You know, uh, actually 
did a little drinking this weekend. Went out locally, had some a uh, couple beers, and uh, watched some XFL. I know we've been on that. We'll get on that later. Nice and chill, and uh, unseasonably fucking warm outside. So for February, so pretty good, pretty good. No complaints over here, sir. That's fucking that's tight, y'all. See, I didn't do much. I was just fucking being a player, studying for the GMAT still. You know, I've been doing that shit. <coughs> Wendy and I went out a little bit. <coughs> didn't do too much. What do you and the old battle axe do, motherfucker? <laughs> battle axe? I didn't, even, I didn't even go out with the battle axe. That was straight up. Uh... <laughs> you can't do that. You can't hang out with them all the time. I thought you're married. Don't y'all do that shit? Don't y'all got a fruit stands and bed bath and begin? Oh, that shit goes away when you're married. That's the dating kind of bullshit you do. Oh. When you got a girlfriend and shit. When you're trying to make it real. That's what that's what dudes do. Man, once you're married and all that shit ends. Damn. Well, I don't know about all that shit. I like hookers and shit. Kind of like my boy Grant Mills. He's been an old bitch now. I know he's coming in, though. Fucking dumbass. Hey. Oh, hold, hold on. I think, I, I think he's here. What up? What up? Oh, there he is. Grant Mills in the studio. I have a rare treat of Wes Creever in the studio tonight as well. You know what the deal is, Biatch. Yes, I do know. And it was a good weekend. <clears throat> Had a little bit of weather going on. Not cool, but, you know, we still did shit. You know what I mean? Jay Wig. Still doing it up. What the fuck did you do? You went out with the wife, so you had a separate weekend. Well, like, how? What? Tell me about that. How'd that go? Nah, just went went down, met up with with a friend down in uh locally. So I escaped the house. I had to escape the kids. Oh yeah, just getting out a little bit. I feel you. Yeah, didn't do it too much. I'm still trying to be uh on the on the non drinking as much wagon as I'm trying to get into monumental shape here. It's a struggle, but uh, I stick to cocaine, y'all. That's yeah. actually pretty good for like no carbs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was gonna say, and it gives you some fucking energy. So, and it will definitely curb your appetite. It will fucking work. Whatever works, <laughs> I, you can you can count that as a supplement. I'm sure. You think uh, you can count it as a supplement? What if you put some of that in your protein powder? Oh man! Put like you know about half a gram in. <laughs> you'd be you'd be shitting aggressively. Oh, you'd definitely be farting up a storm, depending oh. on the quality of cocaine. I've, I have noticed that some of that shit will give you a gut bomb from hell. Oh, yeah. but I've kind of determined that's not very good cocaine. But no, I, the thing that's sad is I can count on one hand the amount of times I've had really good cocaine. Mostly, it hasn't been that good. Yeah, I, I would consider it a supplement, though. It, it, it's something that completes or enhances something else when added to it. So, Man, some girls, like, here's the deal with cocaine. If it's if you get the good shit, it's worth it. If you're getting, like, shit that's been stepped on and cut with everything, it's just not worth it. That's yeah, very, you, that's the fucking deal with cocaine. You got to hit up them fucking stockbrokers in New York City. They got all you got to have a good dealer, dumbasses. Who y'all fucking with? Some dumb fuckers or some shit? Look. <laughs> To be honest, man, when it comes to that shit, it was kind of a, uh, I used to have a hookup. I could get anything and like, I want, but like, you know, like that shit's, it's like, you don't have that kind of shit for long, you know? And then that went away. And then every time I try to get white from like there on out, it's never been good, man. But like a few times, like I can't remember all the bad times <laughs> more than I can good times on cocaine and, um, 
But if you get some good shit, man, I think it's okay. You, you can't go crazy on it, man. Cocaine is not the kind of drug you can do every day. It's uh, It kills uh, your cardiovascular tissue upon contact, so it's not good at all. It, it will kill your ass if you try to be a G about it, but I don't know. Everybody's different, too. That's the one fucked up thing that's really kind of crazy with it, but get some real good shit, and, you know, I don't know, man. I try not to fucking advise people upon what they should or shouldn't do when it comes to drugs, because... Sometimes you could have a really big epiphany about life and maybe turn your whole shit around for the good or bad. You know, I recognize that, but you know what I mean, man? Yeah, some people, man, I, I, I don't fuck with it because I'm always on the go. Uh, but I don't care about anybody who does. It, it's kind of like uh, PEDs and steroids and shit. Like, I mean, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm almost for it. Just, just, just take the mystery away. Let them all do it. But then it becomes an ethical issue on people who don't want to and then people who do. I mean, if you're pushing your body to the next level and you're willing to take the risk, I mean, dude. Well, here's where it gets funky because, like, those people that maybe want to do that don't have a good hookup. So, to be honest with you, all drugs need to be legal. Like, go ahead and legalize that shit, regulate it, subsidize it, let the fucking, let that that shit balance out the budget, legalize hookers. You know, but they're not going to do that because it's too much like right, man. So it is what it is. I will tell you one thing. You know what I did do this weekend? What did you do? I had sex with this girl this weekend. Cool. She was so dumb. I told her we needed gas. So she farted in the car. Oh, my. That was just the dumbest joke I've ever had in my fucking life. <laughs> it was pretty bad, but hey. <laughs> You took you took you took Wes Creever's thunder. He thought he was going to host the whole show. <laughs> now he's pissed. Oh yeah, Wes, man, you know it's a partnership. Man, you my boy, motherfucker. That's right, baby. Oh God, God yeah. damn. So what a weekend! All right, week weekend, week weekend review. Jay Wiggy. Oh, so did you spend all the week in the house, or did you get to go out in the field, or how was that? You know, I actually went up to Nashville on Thursday. What? Nashville. Balling. I need to get back up there more. Nashville's a cool city. Um, did you get to go out and do anything? Or did you come right back home? Man, I didn't get to do shit. Went up there and came right back, but I still enjoy Nashville. I do occasionally stop by and try to... Uh, man, the liquor stores up there are amazing. So much better than here. Um, occasionally, we'll, we'll get some liquor up there, uh, go to local places to eat. Uh, didn't do that this time, but I am a big Nash Nash Vegas fan. Really nice up there. Who the fuck says Nash Vegas? Nobody. But uh, was the traffic fucked up or what? Yeah, sometimes man, Nashville's just gotten so fucking popular in the past. Man, shit, it's been popular. What popping about twenty years now, but in the past five years, it's fucking exploded. So yeah, it's gotten really crazy. I don't even know if they have any kind of mass transit system or anything up there. I don't think they so. should. But it's gotten the, really fucked up. The, the South in general shuns mass transit for some reason. <laughs> Fucking liberal shit. Um, I think uh, Atlanta was experimenting with something. They, I, I don't know where that went though. They had. I want to say they had kind of some kind of maglev. I really. They need to do that over there though. It's fucking crazy. They need some shit like that. I mean, oh, you know. Yeah. Well, fuck. Uh, no, you didn't. Uh, Years ago, man, took the Amtrak, and uh, God, you know, you look at trains in other countries like Japan and Europe and how nice they are and shit, and then you look at fucking Amtrak over here, 
And I mean, those are just shitty. It's like, it's like dated technology. But yeah, it'd be sweet if you had some shit from like Birmingham to Nashville to Atlanta back or something to the beach. You hop on a fucking train. That would definitely be some pimp ass shit. So, uh, so we were talking about the weekend. You know, my weekend as a single man, I'm probably, you know, I'm just, I'm not really doing too much shit, especially on a rainy weekend. I'm chilling, getting into the video games and shit. Um, Wiss, you know, he's studying for the GMAT fucking hookers and stuff. You were doing, you know, the shit with the fam. Um, also, man, do you, do you, uh, do you have any YouTube obsessions? Any YouTube kind of videos you look at on a regular basis? That's a good looking question. No, I actually, yeah, you know what I like to do? I like to go through the reels a lot. Um, but, you know, I, I like some of Joe Rogan's clips. Um, David Goggins is a big favorite. A uh, couple other motherfuckers on there travel, guys that travel across the planet and shit and see what the fuck's going on in other countries. Uh, yeah, I check it out. I'll probably YouTube every day and just check out a couple of things. What you got? I don't know, man. I, I was, I'll be on there sometime just looking at dumb shit. I saw this one of this Luna the Panther. She's like uh, this Russian lady, this Russian girl. And uh, that's not Luna. Luna's the Panther. But she has a fucking Panther. And I guess her boyfriend or whatever has a fucking Rottweiler. And, you know, they be chilling and shit. I'm like looking at this, fuck these videos, man. She's just like, I'm Russian. I'm like, they're crazy. And, but like, she has this fucking, she's had it since it was a baby. I don't know how the fuck I came up on it. Sometimes, like, uh, you're in Facebook or something, and they fucking show you these goddamn clips. But, uh, so she's had it since it was a baby, and it's this fucking panther. It's like, it acts just like a fucking cat. But it's like this fucking huge panther, dude. I'm like, this motherfucker, I'm waiting for this motherfucker to, like, eat this bitch's head off and shit but like uh she's chilling with it it just shows like the everyday it's so mundane and it's kind of funny i can't stop watching it and, like they're not doing anything out of the ordinary just like regular shit but i'm like it's a big ass fucking panther like just like walking around the fucking house so i know panthers are you know usually they're not a species they're like a black subset of whatever so she's a black leopard oh also let me say this guys top of the show i was gonna address it we were talking about Tetris, and I said some dumb shit like biological. <laughs> it's biographical is what it was. I don't know what the fuck I said biological. <laughs> yeah, I need to correct that. A biographical Tetris movie is what the fuck I tried to say. Anyway, back to Luna the Pantera. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy shit, man. You should peep some of those videos. It's kind of funny. Anyway, uh, yeah, a big-ass panther. Motherfucker's like clowning and shit. And, um... Any other, like, YouTube shit, not really. It's, like, I usually look at music videos and shit, but, like, some of the time I get off on some weird shit. Like I said, Luna the Panther. There was this one Russian motherfucker that was shooting off these goddamn, these guns. He had a, he had a fucking, like, auto, fully automatic 12 gauges, and he's shooting these motherfuckers wow. off. I'm looking at that shit. I'm like, that's crazy time. But other than that, man, you know, um, it's almost like it's too much content out there. Yeah. It, it, it really is. Everybody can put shit up there. And the, and the thing is now, everybody's putting good shit up there. Um, you know, back in the day of YouTube, 12, 15 years ago, uh, it'd be just a fucking video from your phone. Even if you had a phone that had a camera back then, uh, some blurry-ass bullshit, you know, everybody's just doing it. Now, man, everybody's got intros. Everybody's got music. Everybody's got pretty good content. So going through there, 
it's easy to go down a rabbit hole. I did see some motherfucker the other day with a big ass bear that he hangs out with, and the bear was like eating a fucking melon or something from his hand. Well, what the fuck country was he from? Man, it had to be Russia. Just looking at him, I mean, Mm -hmm. dude, these people. I man, it's like that uh, fuckface years ago that did the documentary, and the bear ended up killing him up in Alaska. The bear grizzly man and shit. Oh damn. Uh, Oh yeah, there's a uh, a sound from his camera. He was recording that day, and Bear ate his ass. And like, you can hear him and his. Uh, I think he killed his girlfriend too. And like, you can hear him like, "Let's kill me!" And uh, man, that's probably disrespectful. But um, hey, man, if you're dumb enough to like, you know, get yeah, that's like a risk. You know what I mean? Like a wild animal. I don't fuck with wild animals and shit. I like yeah. uh, the animals, man. But damn, you ain't supposed to keep them in your like fucking house. Yeah, you know, like, that's not what they do. And I love, like, big cats and stuff, man. I think it's cool as hell when those rich guys over in the Middle East are walking around with, like, a leopard or a fucking cheetah, and they have them out in the backyard and a tiger. But, man, I mean, just one wrong fucking move, and that motherfucker got your ass. Yeah, man, they're fucking wild animals, you know? Yeah, they are, man. I don't I don't get it, man. I think it's cool as fuck. I wish, I, I wish some of those big-ass animals were... And I guess some of them are, man, but at the same time, one day they're going to flip a switch. And I, I mean, you never know. know. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, they're wild animals. So do you have, do you have vice? Is that something you have? Yeah, I do have vice. I know we were talking about vice and so sex before the internet. The last one season finale is tomorrow. The last one that I was talking about was Jenna Jameson that came on this past week and I did watch it. And so, um, Jenna Jameson, I know a lot of folks have, uh, jacked off to her. I mean, who the hell? She's one of the most famous porn stars. Uh, Jenna Jameson, you got, looks like what a nut, like, I'm trying to think (laughs) of like another, like really popular one. Everybody jacked off to, um, I, I, nothing's coming to mind, but I know they're out there. Maybe not. Maybe just get on the internet and look at shit. But back in our time, that was definitely, she was primetime big shit. So I was watching this documentary on her, man. Damn. Like, I didn't know. I wasn't aware of how much of a crossover star she was. You know, um, they're kind of talking about her whole fucking career and how she came up. You know, um, wicked pictures. She signed with them. And then, like, her big deal was getting on Howard Stern. She sent a picture of her basically looking crazy, uh, cross-eyed with a dildo in between her tits. Oh. And that's what fucking Howard saw that picture and was like, fuck yeah, and put her on. She was in that fucking movie, Private Parts and everything. So uh, she was one of those crossover stars, man. Not a lot of those porn stars. I can't think of any other ones, actually, besides Ron Jeremy. But, man, I mean, he's so fucking old. God, yeah, he's fucked up now. He's like... yeah. Went down a bad path. Yeah, that's a good point, man. And she made a household name uh, from her name. Uh, and she didn't she have a couple of kids with like fucking Tito Ortiz? Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, man. I mean, yeah, but then she got, she, she, you know, pumped her face up with that shit and looks all crazy. But, man, man, if you can get it, get it how you get it, man. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of sad to see people do that, especially like formerly attractive people, and uh, they pump their face with shit, dude. I mean, it's got to be hard to let go because you've you've made so much money off of your, uh, I mean, your looks 
that's what you were there for and you're trying your best you know but we're just not there yet where you can you can look good as you age man but god damn some of these bitches put so much shit in their face i mean it just they're trying to smooth it out but like to smooth it out you gotta pump it full of shit and then bloat your face up i mean look at raquel welch i think she just recently died but she was pretty hot the whole time man she was like hot her whole career yeah raquel welch dude damn age gracefully age yeah and and be subtle about your things when you keep trying to pump like fillers and shit in there man that shit gonna go away i mean it's not natural man so you look fucking you look like a clown or some shit yeah that's not man but uh well what the hell is she doing now jenna jameson uh you know she wouldn't i don't know i think she you know it's just when i watched the documentary she wouldn't she wasn't on it so she didn't uh respond to any of their requests but um uh, as of lately, she had some health issues or something, and you know, she's old and just shit. I guess counting her money. I don't know what else she would be doing. God Maybe damn. producing or some shit. I really don't know. But that documentary kind of focused on like what she was doing, the past shit. They kind of went in. They were not the past shit, but like what she's doing now. They didn't spend a lot of time on that in the end, and just that you know she's got a couple of kids. And all that messy shit uh, that her and Tito went through, and actually, whatever, you know, I didn't really pay attention. <laughs> but <laughs> so who the fuck knows what she's doing, man? To be honest, I guess hanging out in uh, L.A. or something. I don't know. Uh, but that was a cool fucking documentary. The next one, or I forgot, <laughs> the season finale, folks, is coming tomorrow, and I can't remember what it's on. It's some some shit. <laughs> Well, cool. Some shit. So fucking check it out on Vice. Yeah. Um, got Harriet. We got we got some phone calls. Harriet, line one. Hey there, this Harriet. Love time. Hope all y'all doing well. Hey Harriet, what's good? What's going on? I just wanted to ask you, what do you think the Raiders' choices is? Gonna be this year for a quarterback. And I hang up and listen, roll tight, y'all. Roll tight, roll. We were, uh, <clears throat> I was looking at this earlier. So the Raiders got four fucking people they can look at, or four possibilities Rogers, Garoppolo, Stidham, and Stroud. Hmm. Hmm, 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 out of oh, those four, four, who would yeah. you pick, Wig? If you were fucking Mark Davis, oh, let's let's uh, let's assume that A. Ron is in the mix, though, because we don't know. Or at least uh, I don't. I think I would always take a gamble with an up and comer, fresh college kid. C.J. Stroud's pretty impressive. Well, hold on. What are you trying to do, though? Win in the future? Because are you trying to win now? Yeah. That's kind of the question. If you're trying to win now, you got to go for AA Ron if he's on the table. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. I mean, I don't know. That's a tough. I mean, yeah. If, if you need if you need a quarterback now, you're thinking of the now. A Ron probably gonna be your guy. But man, CJ Stroud looks like I think he could be. I think he could be an immediate impact somewhere. He's fucking good. Um, Ah, yeah, that that's a tough choice when you're that far back with the Raiders. Um, yeah, I think that's the two question you got to ask. You want now? You want later? Um, I mean, how many years are you going to get out of 
Rogers though. That's a big He's player. what, 38, 39? Yeah. Uh, you got Devontae Adams there. He's a superstar. You're looking in the next three years if you want to get a fucking possibility. You know, it's kind of a toss-up. I don't know. Because uh, Aaron's kind of a year-to-year deal. Stidham's out the mix. No. Um, Stroud, I don't know enough about. He gonna, He's definitely going to be a top-ten pick. But... Yeah. Man, I just don't haven't. I don't know enough about him. I'm shocked Stidham is still in the fucking lead. He was shit at Auburn. Me too. And you got Garoppolo. I think he'd be good if he could stay healthy. But yeah, that's another wild card. Yeah, don't. I don't. It's it's a it's a good question. I mean, I I would say Rogers if they're if they're looking for the now. But I I would be willing to bet they're gonna. Uh, probably heads their heads their bets with CJ Stroud just to take a gamble, hope he's an immediate impact, and hope he's somebody that becomes a you know a long term investment. We'll see. We will see. They'll probably fuck up and make a fucking stupid decision. I don't know. When the they fuck always the draft? tend to do that shit. Say what? Oh, drafts at the end of April. Yeah, and we will have Baller or Buster on that top ten picks. Baller Buster, I don't know. Did you watch that Jake Paul fight? Yeah, I actually watched a little bit of it. Um, I had to had to watch it on the on on the low. Um, I ain't paying fifty fucking dollars for that shit. But uh, yeah, man. I mean, I, I I don't know what I think about it. As somebody who's a big MMA fan and boxing guy, um, I don't know. I mean, he to me, I think he markets himself right. I mean, he's he's everybody's paying for his shit. What did he make? Eight million dollars for that fucking fight? Wasn't I have no idea. Something like that, and he loses. Um, but I mean, dude, if he actually goes up against a legitimate, and I'm talking, you know, Ryan Garcia or somebody, which I think that's a different weight class, but somebody that's a badass, he's gonna get his ass killed. He goes up against somebody that's kind of in his playground. Yeah, I mean, you can you can look good and, and make money doing it. That's what the fuck I would do. I don't blame him for a second. You get you, you watch any of it or see some clips? <clears throat> no, no, not really. I mean, I, I looked at the uh, results, but I mean, he was fighting a bunch of uh, people that haven't fought or old ass UFC people. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, he's he's building his stock. I mean, every time you you go in there and you fight. You win, and I mean, people are gonna say that shit. That's oh, a a beat a guy that hasn't been in the UFC for ten fucking years. I mean, that's probably and a guy that's a grappler, not a boxer. That's true, but I mean, you know, it's kind of two way street there, though. I mean, what, you're gonna go fight fucking somebody that's really good and get your ass Deontay Wilder get your ass kicked and you're irrelevant all of a sudden? Hell no, nah. work your way. I mean, up aren't there fucking regular fucking boxers in that weight class though that could fight his ass? What is he doing going against a fucking like forty seven year old ex fucking grappler? I don't understand that. Why don't you go into the goddamn boxing shit and fight and fuck her in your weight class? There's plenty of them. Yeah. Once once he gets his ass whooped the first time in the first round or second round by a legit dude, ain't nobody gonna pay for any more fights. He's gonna keep making money. And dude, shit, I do the same shit. If somebody wanna watch me ah, fight, fuck it. Fuck it. I'm down. Hell yeah, Jeremy in London is the next caller. Hey, Chucks, this is Jeremy. 
like there, Jeremy. Crazy Anatomy? That shit. That, that shit been nice. over like 20 years. Has your wife watched that shit? What, they, they, did they just get that over overseas? Man, I don't... They still watching it after 20 fucking years. It's been over like 20 years. God damn, I, I never... I remember my mom watching that shit in the 90s and shit when George Clooney hit the scene. Thinking he was handsome and shit. I think that's ER. Oh, that was ER. Fuck, that's different shit, ain't it? Yeah, yeah. But Grey's Anatomy's fucking still been on for like 20 years, though. Oh, fuck. Yeah, ER. and God, man, it's all the same shit. Hospital dramas. I ain't never watched any of that bullshit. Um, Me neither. No, nah, my favorite show of all time, The Sopranos, hands down. Oh, you know, I never got into that. God, it's such a good fucking show. I could, I could do a whole podcast about The Sopranos. Um yeah, such a good show. Really good. If you if you've never got into it, I, I say give it one more chance if you if you haven't. A lot of people like that show. Didn't they? Did you see the movies and stuff they did? Yeah, the the uh Many Saints of Newark. Uh yeah, in the Sopranos universe. We we don't talk about that movie. It, it sucked. Is that a prequel? <laughs> yeah, it was a prequel. Um it was just really, really, really poorly done. Didn't make sense. All the ages were off. The acting was really uh, campy. I mean, it, it was almost like you took actors, the younger the guys playing the younger version of the guys on the show, and they were just ripping off their big lines and their mannerisms. I mean, it was really poorly done. I, I hated it. I thought it was really shitty. Damn. Yeah. Well, I guess don't go see that. Yeah, many things in Newark sucked ass, but The Sopranos is a show, fucking amazing. I, I think it's good. I've heard The Wire is good too. I, I've never watched it, but somebody, actually, several people told me if you like The Sopranos, you'd like The Wire. But yeah, my favorite shows of all time, uh, The Sopranos, and a second place would be Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad, never seen it. Damn. Hmm. Well, but but we do got John in South Dakota. Hey, this is John from South Dakota. Hey, John, what's going on? Hey there, guys. I just wanted to ask you fellas your favorite XFL team. I'm really digging the Battle Hawks. What about you guys? The Battle Hawks. Thanks, John. That must have been, uh, that's A.J. McCarron, ain't it? Yeah, that's McCarron over at... Man, he's balling. St. Louis Battle Hawks. Uh, uh, I don't know. I, I, I thought I was going to like the Vegas Vipers, but 0-2, uh, Vegas is cursed. Right they just now. like the Vegas Raiders. Yeah, they suck too. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I was going. I was trying to be down with the Vipers. I, I like the look and, and Vegas in general, but man, they're going down that fucking Raiders uh, hellhole, so... I don't know. I don't... Uh, I like AJ. What about you, Graham Mills? You got somebody that you, you've been... Pulling forward I like AJ's more. wife. She's pretty hot. She's smoking. <laughs> I mean, what does he have? Like three kids with her? I would too. God damn, she's hot. Yeah. But um, he was in the in the league for eight years, and now you know he's he's uh I don't know what the fuck he's doing. Is he trying to get back in the league? Um. Nah. But hey, man, if if you're fucking just whatever, man. I mean, he was getting emotional. I saw that shit. He's getting emotional. On the sidelines, and that's cool. 
Because, I mean, it's football, you know. It's a fucking team sport. And, you know, I like that and getting into it. Uh, I like the whole spring football deal. As far as any teams, man, I don't know if i got anybody I want to root for. The Houston Roughnecks are kind of cool because they kind of remind me of the Oilers a little bit. I kind of like that. Wade yeah. Phillips in there. You know, he's got history with that team, the NFL, period. And so I kind of like them, but uh, I'm just watching and really watch as far as the XFL goes. It's good shit, and I'm digging the football action. Yeah, I hope more people uh, get into it and shit. And I think people are watching it on TV. The stands look pretty uh, not as good. There's not a lot. It doesn't look like a ton of people there, but fuck, if I was in you know, Seattle, Vegas, Orlando, Houston, I'd be going to a game and shit. San Antonio? Yeah, uh, you know, it's the XFL, it's a newer league. It's like... Um... A lot of people ain't gonna, they're not gonna pack the stands, but at the same time, man, it's uh, it's something that I think it's that will be enough to keep sustainability. I think, you know, I don't think it's gonna fold like the old XFL did anyway. Then you got the new, you're not the new, you got the USFL coming up, uh, here in April. So, man, lots of football action. Hopefully, they can keep all that shit going. And that'll be uh, that'll be good shit. Yeah, they're playing good football. I like I like watching it, and I, I love the rules. I think it makes uh, football a fucking hell of a lot more exciting. So, a lot more shit, Lucy, West Carolina. Hi, this is Lucy from West Carolina. I'm just wondering if uh, you boys think competitive eating is a sport. Uh, well, do you think it's a sport, Lucy? I tell you what, I was watching that Joey Chestnut. He's disgusting. I don't think it's a sport. I think it's the right sickening. I can't watch it either, man. It's like uh, they're trying to eat food and uh, drink at the same time. It's very gross. Yeah, I think it's downright sickening. Uh, yeah, it's pretty fucking nasty. Fools throwing up. Yeah, maybe had dipping hot dogs and glasses of water and shit. Ugh. Oh, that shit's disgusting. I can't watch that shit. It's gross. Yeah, man, I think it's uh, you're just making a, it. It's a sideshow attraction, is what it is. It's not a sport. It's not a sport. It's a. Uh, I wouldn't even say it's a hidden talent. Um, you're not hiding it. What kind of talent is it? Though? A useless talent. What is Joey Chestnut's net worth? I mean, I guess he's got to be making pretty good money. He's on Sports Center. He was on Sports Center this past weekend. Um. He's the only one you fucking hear of. Kobayashi is not there. I don't know what happened to Kobayashi. Yeah, I can't remember. Uh, and then that little Japanese girl, I don't know what happened to her either. But Joey Chestnut's like the main dude. All right, I think I'm he's looking, worth like a couple mil. Yeah, I'm looking at three, four, five sources say, okay, every source I see is between two to two and a half million. Jesus. Yeah, he looks, Man. He looks unhealthy. Yeah, he does. He looks like a fat rodent. It <laughs> does fucked up teeth and shit. Maybe that's how he can eat all them crystals. <laughs> uh, yes. That's probably what all them hot dogs and shit. Oh uh, man, fuck! I can't imagine doing that goddamn sport, man. Fucked up. I don't fucked see up it. sport. It's it's sick, man. I don't. I wonder. Uh, have they studied the long term damages of competitive eating? Man, Brian doesn't give a fuck, man. He's probably been divorced three times, got like different children and shit. <laughs> fuck, he don't give a shit. It's like, God damn it, I'm eating 50 hot dogs. 
<laughs> but fuck, man. I mean, one of those checks probably looks pretty good at the end of a competition. Man, it so. just—it seems so weird, man. That's such an American thing. Hey, this motherfucker can eat sixty hot dogs. Give him a million dollars. Yeah, right. Man, that's what happened to Frank Fritz. Frank Fritz, he dead. <laughs> no, we wish the best for Frank Fritz. I don't know what the fuck he's doing, man. He's not picking anything. That's for sure. <laughs> he ain't picking nothing. Shit. No, whatever. Anyway, uh, we got Todd from Ventura, California. That's the next caller on Everybody Has a Podcast podcast. Oh, shit. What up, dudes? This is Todd from Ventura, California, man. I just wanted to give you my ultimate game room pick, man. Turtles in time, man. You gotta have turtles in time for the vintage arcade. Game room picks, dudes. Yeah. What? Awesome. Thanks, Todd. I don't think we had Turtles in Time on here. I fucking can't believe it. Because that was like a four-player game. No, we don't. All right, I'll add it on there. Thanks, Todd. Yeah, Turtles in Time (laughs) was a cool one, and they got that that one uh, released on Arcade 1, too. So if you guys are itching to uh, play that and play it old school. They do have that on an Arcade 1. I think the price for that one, because it's a four-player setup, is $6.99 right now. So one of the more expensive ones, man, but that setup is tight. I want to be Bob Dylan, yeah. That is pretty tight. Arcade 1, they come out with some of the, the like, uh, remade retro shit. I've seen Golden Tea on there. Remember oh, Golden yeah. Tea? I like golden tea. That's the only time I really got down with golf is uh, trying to hit that fucking spin ball and shit real fast. I golden teed all over my girlfriend one time. <laughs> That's oh, sick, shit. man. <laughs> you had a girlfriend that was into peeing and shit? Hell yeah, y'all. She was a freak. That's nasty, man. You a nasty motherfucker, Wiz. You a nasty motherfucker. <laughs> Hell, fuck you, dumbass. Damn, Wiz. Nasty. Good, nasty. You nasty, Wiz. You a nasty motherfucker. All right. <clears throat> so, you know, we were talking about some shit. You know what it was? A vintage game review. And I do realize we hadn't done the, the news yet. I'm doing it in a different little order. So, fuck y'all, fools. Yeah! <laughs> so, I was going to do Tekken 7. Man, the fucked up thing about Tekken 7, I couldn't get into it, man. They have this weird story version, man. It was hella whack. I'm going to try to get back into it, but that just didn't it didn't work for me at all. They had a story version? It was, it was like a like an actual storyline in Tekken? Yeah, like it was a story version. It took way too long. I, don't, I couldn't. I wasn't digging it, man. So what we're gonna do is uh, GoldenEye 007. Man, Ooh, what a fucking good game. I don't know if we've reviewed this one. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. It's a 1997 first-person shooter developed by Rare and published by Nintendo for the Nintendo 64. Fools, based on the 1995 James Bond film GoldenEye. It has some fine-ass bitches in there, and I think Pierce Brosnan. The players control secret agent James Bond to prevent a criminal syndicate from using a satellite weapon. And navigate a series of levels to complete objectives, such as recovering or destroying objects while shooting fools. In a multiplayer mode, up to four players compete in several deathmatch scenarios 
via split screen. Development began in 1995 of January. An inexperienced team led by Martin Hollis developed GoldenEye 007 over two and a half years. It was conceived as a side-scrolling platform for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System, but it evolved into a 3D shooter for the Nintendo 64, inspired by Doom and Virtua Cop. Rare visited the GoldenEye set for reference and Eon Productions and Metro Goldwyn Meyer, that's MGM for you dumb fools, allowed them to expand the game with sequences not featured in the film. GoldenEye 007 was released in August 1997, almost two years after the release of the film, but shortly before the release of the sequel, Tomorrow Never Dies. It faced low expectations from the gaming media during development. However, received critical acclaim and sold over 8 million copies, making it the third best-selling Nintendo 64 game. The game was praised for its visuals, gameplay, depth, and variety, and multiplayer mode. In 1998, it received a BAFTA Interactive Entertainment Games Award and four awards from the Academy of Interactive Arts and Sciences. GoldenEye 007 demonstrated the viability of home consoles as platforms, first-person shooters, and signaled a transition from Doom-like shooters to a more realistic style. This is a pretty cool game, man. A lot of people like this shit. Fucking excellent game. Classic fucking game. Wonderful yeah. game. Nothing, nothing but positive praise for this game. It really, I mean, I don't think, I think I could pick that motherfucker up right now and have a hell of a time with it. This is one of those you can like play for a long time. I, don't, I can't explain it, man. It was a very, very good game. I feel like they spent a lot of time on it. I also have the multiplayer functionality, which is pretty cool. Split screen, which actually wasn't too bad. Some, you know, games do a split screen and the shit just looks fucking stupid. Um, I mean, I had, your, your options were limited back then. I mean, you know, now we talk about this shit. I mean, that motherfucker was almost 30 years ago now. Uh, you know, you didn't have Wi-Fi and people tried. Split screen was really the only fucking option you had. Um, you just had to try to be honest with yourself and not be peeking down at the bottom screen and see where your homeboy's at and go light his ass up. Yeah, I remember it was a fun-ass game, though. Like, it had a lot of longevity as far as, like, you could, like, play it for a fucking long time. Um, basically, just to kind of run over this real quick without getting too stupid about it, uh, with the multiplayer mode, you got four players that can compete into several deathmatch scenarios via split screen. These include normal, you only live twice living daylights, a man with a golden gun, and license to kill. Normally, the standard mode, which players score points by killing opponents. Players can be grouped in teams or compete individually. You only live twice. Gives players two lives before they are eliminated from the game, resulting in the last surviving player winning the match. In license to kill, players die from a single hit with any weapon due to its high rate of firing bullet, wide bullet spread. The club is highly advantageous in this scenario. And the man with the golden gun, a single golden gun, which is capable of killing opponents with one shot, is placed in a fixed location in the level. Once the golden gun is picked up, the only way to reacquire it is by killing the player holding it. In the living daylights, a flag is placed in a fixed location in the level, and the player who holds it the longest wins. The flag carrier cannot use weapons, but can collect them to keep opponents from stocking ammunition. Options such as a chosen level, characters play as weapons available, the game only can be customized for each scenario. Additional levels and characters can be unlocked as the player progresses through a single-player game. 
So yeah, man, it was the whole espionage, um, first-person shooter, hella fun, great graphics. Not a lot to say about this one except four out of five. What do you think, Wig? Yeah, I, yeah, four out of five. I mean, I'd, I'd almost be tempted if I was in that time to go five, four and a half. Man, that's it's it's nostalgia. My favorite thing to talk to you about is going back um, to the nineties. And man, this was a game you'd have your homies over on a Friday, get a Bigfoot fucking pizza from Pizza Hut, some goddamn surge. Yes. And fucking. Oh man, dude, the Bigfoot. You remember the Bigfoot pizza? Hell yeah. Came in that fucking paper wrap and shit. You tore that motherfucker open and ready to rock. Get a thing of Surge soda pop and rot your teeth out on some uh, Surge Bigfoot and Goldeneye. Yeah, man. A- excellent fucking game. And and one thing I think makes a really, really legendary game is replay value. And it's something I think would still stand the test of time. I think if you played it today, you, you would enjoy it. I think you'd have fun with it and... uh I think it was so popular because it was kind of beyond itself. It was really, really, uh, man, smooth game, looked good, immersive. Uh, can't say enough good things about GoldenEye, man. Shit was perfect. Almost perfect. That was a mountain-ass game, y'all. Shit was pretty cool. So we did give it a 4 out of 5. Definitely check out GoldenEye. And, uh, yeah, baby, yeah. Check out that GoldenEye. That's some good shit. Um, let's do this because we didn't get into it earlier. Let's go ahead and uh, run the news. Uh oh. got going in the news a lot of weird shit guys you know I like weird shit so hmm what's going on um Quahog clam found off Florida Florida the Florida coast Florida believed to be 214 years old that's crazy time that is crazy time. Um, give me one minute, folks. One second.
sorry about that. I had to take an impromptu break there for a second. Alright, you know, <laughs> my uh, love for world records. So, I know we're talking about a Quahog clam, but let's go back to an Idaho man. Puts 2,470 cotton swabs in his beard Jesus. for a world record. Damn, and, oh, and, and uh, an Idaho man. There, he's got a picture of it right here. Damn, he looks crazy. An Idaho man whose facial hair earned him 12 Guinness World Records has added a 13th to his name when he fit 2,470 Q-tips in his beard. Joel Strasser of Kuna said it took about two hours to insert the cotton swabs in his beard in a way that will remain in place during his visit to Las Vegas, and he believes he could have got that even higher. Uh, he previously made headlines in 2022 in December when he put 710 Christmas baubles into his beard for a world record title. And again in January when he broke the record for fitting pencils into his beard on live with Kelly and Ryan. I got more uh, Guinness World Records coming up. I got 13 so far, but I'm not done. I'm going to keep doing them until I can't think of any more things to put in my beard. Stresser uh, told KHQ TV. So he's got some more world titles here. And this is a Ben Hooper article. <clears throat> he's got uh, most paper straws in a beard, most straws in a beard, most chopsticks in a beard, most golf tees in a beard, most forks in a beard, most toothpicks in a beard, most clothespins, clothespins in a beard, most chopsticks put into a beard in one minute. And most pencils put into a beard in one minute. Huh. Man. Oh, Joel Stracer. Getting those world records in this bitch. Yeah. I, I wonder if Guinness, they send out like one of their low-level employees like, oh, he's got a fucking another beard thing. You go out there and deal with him. <laughs> you go out there and do that shit, James. It's fucking Joel again. This time it's Q-tips. Oh, God. He's calling. You got to stand under the Vegas sign and count them all. Uh, man, that just sounds... I mean, you've got to confirm it, right? I mean, so somebody's got to fucking count them. I mean, they're not just taking his word for it. It looks like 2470 to me from the picture, but... Hey, you know, maybe someone's getting paid good to do that. I hope so. I don't know. You like clams? I do like clams. I like clam chowder. Do you? Clam chowder. Well, a quail clam found off Florida coast believed to be 214 years old. A 2.6 pound quail clam that uh, made a rare visit to Florida coast. This is a Ben Hooper article as well. Is believed to, by researchers to be 214 years old. Blaine Parker said he was collecting shellfish to make a chowder. To make chowder at Alligator chowder. Point. Chowder. Chowder. On St. James Island in Franklin County when he found a gigantic quahog clam. An Atlantic species found mostly um, north of North Carolina. We are just going to eat it, but we thought and figured it was probably pretty special, so we didn't want to kill it. He took the clam to the Gulf Specimen Marine Lab in Panacea, where researchers confirmed it was much larger than the average quahog, which typically weigh about a half a pound and measure up to 4.3 inches in length. This one was six inches long. That's what she said, yeah. 
researchers said the alternating bands of light on the clamshell indicated it was born in 1809, the same year Abraham Lincoln was born. Parker dubbed his find the Abraham Lincoln. Oh, oh damn. <laughs> Lab officials said Lincoln is believed to be the fourth oldest clam on record. The oldest, a quahog named Ming, was discovered off the coast of Iceland in 2007 and determined to be 507 years old. Parker and researchers at the lab agreed to return the clam to the Gulf of Mexico. Um, man, okay. Yeah, if I was a clam for 200 or fuck, Ming was 507 years old, man, I'd be praying somebody put my ass in the chowder and call it quick. <laughs> that, there's no way that clam can be that good. I would think it'd be fucking too old and big. Yeah. Tastes I don't like know. Fucking old like ass a big old gum. loogie. Yeah. Oh. Shit, look nasty. I don't like it. Ew. Oh. So I know you go on uh, fucking trips and shit sometimes. They got a remote kissing device. I've seen this before. That yeah. lets long distance lovers, long distance lovers share silicon smooches. <laughs> um sweet. A Chinese company is selling a remote kissing device designed uh, to allow long distance lovers to share their smooches via a cell phone app. The remote kiss device created by Changzhou Vocational Institute of Mechatronic Technology uses a set of silicon lips to replicate the pressure and movement and temperature of a kiss that is replicated by a corresponding device via smartphone. Um, So this dude, in my quote, in my university, who is this? Uh, Ben Hooper, again, with with the article. But Jang Zongli, quote, in my university, I was in a long-distance relationship with my girlfriend, so we only had contact with each other through the phone. That's where the inspiration of this device originated. Uh, $41. But I've seen this before. Uh, yeah, it's like some weird fucking thing that's got lips, and, man, you know, man. I guess both of you have this thing, and, like, you, I don't know, that's weird, man. You kiss it, and then like at the same time, like the replicates the movements by, by you to the device, remotely. You know what I mean? Yeah. You Asynchronously. Know, you, know, you know the first guy that gets that shit going to take him, put him on his dick or something. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, fucking purse. You know it. Oh well. Hey, but I feel like this is old news. I, I know I've seen that before somewhere. Um. So, man, yeah, pillow that lights up and shit. You remember that yeah. shit? They making all kinds of fucking weird shit these days, man. God, can't you just miss somebody and shit? Mm, not these days. They got Live 365, all kind of shit. You can put a GPS on your penis oh. so your girlfriend knows where you are. It's fucking bullshit. I don't know, man. The world's going crazy. The world's going crazy. Hanging 1985. Shit, whack. So that's about it for the news. I don't see anything else. Well, you know what? Uh, I think there might have been a couple of uh, fucking um, video game news shit that I saw earlier, but maybe not. Maybe that was a figment of my uh, imagination, y'all. Anyway, let's go ahead and wrap the news and get on that shit. Good video game motherfucking review as well, folks. And, uh, yeah. So, 
I'm going to try to get back into teching on this next one, uh, the next goddamn review, but no promises. Man, that was really a disappointment on that shit. I thought it was going to be better than that, but, you know, back in the old Tekkens, you could just go straight into some fucking, like, fighting. Like, this one ain't, this one ain't really like that. Yeah, what they, they made that Mortal Kombat game with Sub-Zero. Uh, you remember what I'm talking about? It was like Levels or some shit. God, what was that called? It was uh, Sub-Zero. I vaguely remember that, but I know what you're talking about, I think. They try to make it like an RPG or something. Yeah, we yeah, me and my brother played it, and uh, we rented it one weekend to see what it was about. Man, that shit sucked, too. Uh, we thought it was cool that they were branching out like from Mortal Kombat and... Uh, Trying to make it into like a world game, uh, Mortal Kombat mythology, Sub Zero. That's what it was. Yeah, it shit sucked. It was a kind of repeat levels. Nothing really cool. They didn't have a lot of the characters in there. They tried to introduce new motherfuckers. Uh, yeah, I think I'm looking at it. Next Generation gave it a one out of five. Um, most yeah, most people give it four out of ten. Uh, shit like that. So yeah, man, when they. <sighs> It's tough. I guess sometimes you want to take a risk and get out of your element. And I don't know if that should be applauded, but it needs to be a calculated risk. And I don't think that shit really works. Tekken's a fighting game. Mortal Kombat a fighting game. Leave it at that shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, I know we were talking about fucking XFL. We had fucking games this weekend that were not too bad, actually. Yeah. Especially for spring football, man. Did you watch some of that shit? Yeah, I checked it out a little bit. A little bit. Watched the uh, Renegades and the Roughnecks. Pretty good game. 23-14 to 14 there. Houston Roughnecks. Um, man, I like that they uh, they threw uh, St. Louis on Thursday, too. So you had Thursday, Saturday, Sunday football. That was kind of fun to... Yeah, kind of mix it up a little bit. But yes, I did. And I actually have some results from our pickums. Grant Mills, you must know your XFL. Three and one over the weekend. Bam! Yeah, baby! Get in the cello. Pretty good. And uh, me and uh, Wiz, both two and two. So, not terrible. Good picks. That ain't too bad. That's not too bad. We got <clears throat> games coming up, too, so we can go ahead and get into that here. Give me a second. Yeah. Well, they got, they got oh. one Saturday, and then they got three Sundays, so you got a full Sunday, March 5th, uh, 12 o'clock, 3 o'clock, and 7 o'clock. Kind of nice, man. That's a good way to fucking kill a day. Get to a Bigfoot pizza Ooh. and shit and watch XFL fucking all day. Then I got a triple header on Sunday, baby. Whoa, whoa. Man, yeah, if you're really digging it, too, look at that shit. They got it 6 o'clock Saturday night. You can go to bed, then wake back up, sleep all fucking day, just watch XFL all week. Man, I like how they stagger that time. They're they're doing it every week. It's not predictable and shit. Throwing Thursday games at you here and there. Now they're front-loading Sunday. Um, I don't know if that's purposeful, but, man, it seems to work out. I like that shit. Hell yeah. Let's go ahead and get into some picks. We got Saturday, March the 4th, Seattle at Vegas. What are you thinking, Wiggy? Well, uh, both of these teams need a win. I'm going to stick with Vegas, but not holding my breath. Vegas. I'm going to go uh, the Sea Dragons, Seattle Dragons. 
I'm going Vegas, yeah. And then we got Sunday, March 5th. <clears throat> St. Louis, that's the Battle Hogs, right? That's them. Yeah. At DC. I'm going to go uh, St. Louis. What do you think? Yeah, I'll go with St. Louis. I, I'm pretty impressive. I like McCarran. I'm going DC, y'all. Chocolate City, motherfuckers. <laughs> All right. Uh, go. What about Orlando at Arlington? Uh, I'll go Arlington on that one. Yeah, Orlando is just terrible. I'm going Arlington. I'm going Arlington too. Yeah. And then we got uh, San Antonio at Houston. What are you thinking on that? Houston's pretty pretty solid. I like Houston. I like Houston as well. I'm all about the Alamo, yeah, San Antonio, Malin. Uh, okay. Uh, so those are our picks there, guys. And uh, honking hell, yeah. We will uh, go over that on the next Dilio. Now we do have, of course, coming up in April, Baller or Buster as well. A wiggy. So what's up for this this week? I know you got training. You off next week? Yeah, I think uh, I'll let you know later this week. I'll be out of town next week for a little bit. But uh, this weekend, I think I'm sold on this XFL. I'm kind of excited. I like the Sunday stack. We need to do rate their fucking logos. Because I'm telling you, some of them are tight. But man, some of them are whack as fuck. Oh, that's true. (laughs) The Guardians. I don't know about the Guardians either. Kind of whack. Yeah, Guardians is kind of whack. I'm not a fan. Uh, but the Roughneck's pretty tight. Uh, Viper's okay. So, what say you, Graham Mills? What's going on this weekend? Anything? Any big plans? Uh, I do not know. I have no idea. The week of just working and working it out. You know, are you in the field this week? Uh, yes, one day. That's it. But it'll be local, so nothing exciting. Ah. Uh. We do have a bachelor party uh, in May. We're going to have to do it live, live on the scene. Live on the scene. Crispy and and clean. <laughs> live on the scene. Crispy and clean. Yeah, dude. It'll be, uh, it'll be, it'll be fun. We'll get the, we'll the squad together. We'll do a live cast. Y'all are done. I'm out, y'all. Smoke weed. All right, man. Whisk Creeves out. Yo. Yes. Yeah. Um... Check out the whole episode, y'all. Um, we're going to be back next week. I don't know if Jay Wiggy's out next week. We'll see. Either or. We will be here. Uh, 9.30 in the dirty, everyone. And uh, got any word of, uh, words of wisdom before we get out of here, Jay Wick? Ah, what do you always say? Smoke it up? I could say drink it up. That sounds like a cheat. Drink it up? What are you drinking tonight? Buffalo Trace? Yeah, you know what? You nailed it. Had a little thing at Buffalo that I was polishing off that. And uh, this weekend had a little Wild Turkey 101 classic. So, uh, nice little nightcap. I feel like I needed it. But uh, I've got nothing to end you guys with. Drink, smoke, enjoy yourself. uh, And be nice to each other, motherfuckers. Be nice to each other. Yeah. I miss the world. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm not even going to try to say anything funny. But I will say this. Smoke it up. And we'll see you next week. Peace. <laughs>